say. Hello there, traveler. <laughs> Who goes there on this dark night? It is I, John. John. One of the hosts of ASMR Quest, a podcast that I record with my friend Ian. Hmm. John, that name is not familiar to me. You must not be from this realm. Well, is is the name Lore Master Bean familiar to you? Lore Master Bean, you say? You speak a powerful yes. name. <laughs> Come by the fire so we can discuss this. <laughs> in particular to the great lore master I am but a humble scout uh, well I I only mention it because I I may have been somewhat unintentionally complicit in his murder his his murder you say what yeah. are you talking about stranger uh, Oh, Master Bean's been dead for two thousand years. <laughs> hey there, John. Hey, Ian. Are you ready to start recording the podcast? Uh, yeah, I am. Um, let's just click record. Um, okay. And. Uh... Alright, all right, let's get going. Okay, sure thing. Um, so, you're just going to edit in the intro like usual, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay, so let's get right down to business. Great. Um, so, uh, uh, listeners, you may have just heard a little chuckle. Um, we have a, a guest with us today. Hello. Um, now, this guest uh, was not brought on the show because she knows anything about ASMR. I'm an expert. Oh, okay. she's an expert. Uh, okay, that's... She is an ASMR expert. This is news to me. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, she already told us before we recorded that she um, you know, has not uh, engaged with the media we'll be discussing for our main quest this week. Um, really, she's here just because um, uh, it's my sister, um, and she's staying with me currently. Uh, so she, she was just here. Um, and that's why she's on the episode. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Katie, uh, can you tell us two truths and a lie? Oh yeah, her name's Katie. What, Ian? Can you tell us two truths and a lie? This is a little icebreaker to introduce you to our listeners. Oh, okay. Um, I've never been stung by a bee. Um, I'm moving to California. And... I... Um, was born in Rhode Island. Alright, uh, now, I don't think it would be fun for either of us to try to 
guess which is no, the no, no. This lie. is this is an icebreaker between Katie and the listeners. So now the listeners okay, so, need to write in and let us know okay. which one they think is a lie. Oh, Ian, that's brilliant because that also drives listener engagement. It's so true, John. <laughs> We've got to keep on driving that listener engagement. So, <laughs> listeners, um, please write in and let us know um, which statement you thought was a lie. Um, and next time Katie's on, presumably, like. If ever, like, months and months from now, she'll let you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I think my brother knows which one is a lie. I mean, yeah, I suppose I, I could answer. Um, I feel like I have a guess. At some point. I, yeah, I think you know. You <laughs> uh, I'd be surprised if you didn't. Um, in any case, uh, that, I think... Well, that almost transitions nicely into the, the lie is, corner, but then we kind of... Her name's not Katie. <laughs> Um, that is true. So that was a great segue that we missed right into the indulgence corner um, when we were talking about driving listener engagement. Oh, yes. Uh, so um, uh, there was a little bit of uh, action on Twitter. Nothing really all that exciting um, that I can recall. If there was something exciting, I apologize, listeners. Uh, but I, we did get another email from Green Wild. Oh, ho, ho. Which is pretty exciting. Uh, they said that they had uh, just listened to the episode about Whisper Lodge. They said, well done. Um, they really appreciate our effort at keeping it tight. Uh, and <laughs> they also, um, you know, like that we're trying to focus more on ASMR and cover more uh, varied ASMR topics. Well, we're certainly say, doing that the good work. We're... We are, yeah. Um, so thank you, Green Wild. Um, and that, that is all I have for the Indulgence Corner this week. So I guess it's time to move on to the Indulgences Corner. Okay, so off to the Indulgences Corner. As always, today we're talking about the <laughs> article, The Seven Secrets to a Successful Podcast by Yaro Starak, but it's not actually by Yaro Starak. Um, it is instead the guest host, whose name I will remember someday. Um, it is Tony I just, Chamba. I love that we... Mwangi Njanga. I, ju- I just love that we went straight from that email congratulating us for trying to keep it tight and talking more about ASMR right into the indulgences corner. Well, John, you got to remember, before we had the indulgences corner, we didn't have listener engagement. So I think that you need to appreciate the work that I'm doing this podcast, John. So yesterday, um, and by yesterday I mean last week when we recorded this, mm-hmm. uh, we covered secret number three. Um which was, uh, image is everything. Um, and it was basically saying you should have some degree of professional appearance. Um, we absolutely do. But content no is there. the 80% that will produce results. The other stuff is the 20% on top. Um, also, I do just want to bring us back real quick to secret number two, um, the best of the best... Uh, the tip descended from host of the Thunder Show, Gary Vaynerchuk. And I'm looking at this, I'm looking at that image again, John, today. And sort of my observation about that, just to, to remind our, our listeners, this is a long, mm-hmm. thin image of host of the Thunder Show, Gary Vaynerchuk. I'm saying, yeah. you've got to have the chops. And so, uh, what, yeah. what I want to talk about today is, um, when I look at this picture, it's very low resolution. Um, it is. And it's interesting because the text is, I believe, higher resolution than the background image. Um, it's hard to say for sure, though. Because it's all low resolution. It's all That's, that's <laughs> yeah. one thing that's important to understand. But really, 
what I love about the resolution on this image is that combined <laughs> with the black and white color palette, it makes this almost look like some sort of really fancy pixel art. <laughs> like, I'm playing some sort of point-and-click adventure game from the 90s or something, and this is, like, one of the big splash screens that really sort of draws you into the world of the game. <laughs> Just the host of the Thunder Show, Gary Vaynerchuk, saying, you've got to have the chops. Like, can Katie see a uh, picture of, uh... uh yeah, I, I pulled it up so Katie can look at it. Okay, now Katie... I will remind you, our, our listeners still cannot. <laughs> well, they can um... look it up, John. <laughs> Actually, I'm not sure if I could. I don't know how you'd find so much outside of this particular. I mean, maybe just look up um, Yaro Starak and then um, Tony Chumba Mwangi Najanga. Do you think maybe you could spell that name? Because I don't think I don't think anyone is ever going to be able to figure out what it is from listening to you stumble through it week after week. <laughs> John, that's, that's okay. So maybe you can give me your hot take then, Mister Mister Big Shot. Um, so the I, name is—I don't have it in front of me. It's Tony um, Chamba, C H O M B A, Mwangi, M W A N G I, and the last one is the one that always gets me, Niganja, um, N J A N J A. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I also do not know how to say it. Uh, but I just I do appreciate your attempts every week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, so that so anyway, um, Katie, I just want to really quick get your opinion of the image of <laughs> host of the fun show, Carrie Vaynerchuk. Wait, what is? I'm like, what is the point of this image? That's a great question, Katie. <laughs> Why are we looking at it? Um, so <laughs> there's this article that Ian has been insisting on sharing a part of every week. Uh, it's about how to sort of improve your podcast, mm-hmm. or like, or like sort of the, the keys to success to podcast success. And it's like a motivational image. Uh, this was yeah, a, a motivational image motivational. Uh, that was <laughs> included good. in part two of this article because um, it was talking about the, the section was about how you've got to have the chops. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, well, I do feel motivated to have the chops. God. I'm just, I'm just. How did this image get made? Who made it? For what purpose? Was this Tony? Was this Tony's work, John? I don't know. I'm like, every time I look at it, it just, the, the rabbit hole keeps going deeper, John. And I, I, gotta, I gotta look away, because this is gonna become the whole show. Um, it really is. Maybe someday we're gonna have to have a sort of piece of investigative journalism where we figure out <laughs> what's going on with that image in particular, because, boy howdy. Anyway, so that brings us to today's secret. Um, this is secret number four of the Seven Secrets of Successful Podcast. And that secret, John, is microphone. Okay. One thing you must avoid, like the plague, if you want good sound quality, is sound card microphones. Um, instead, you should have a USB mic. Ah, we both have USB mics. Yep. As uh, we've discussed previously, these are high quality, nearly $40 USB mics. Uh huh. Some have said that the price is no more than $10 away from $40. <laughs> and also, it does recommend a pop filter, which I don't think either of us use. And you no. can probably tell that. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, that's the secret. All right. Cool. Uh, so let's move on to the side quests, then. Okay. Um, so let's start with Katie. Uh, did you go on any ASMR side quests recently? 
Oh, sorry, I shouldn't turn away from the mic. Uh, did you go on any ASMR side quests recently? I did not. Oh, okay. Well, um... Great prep. Uh, very disappointing. I <laughs> cannot believe how little you've prepared for this, I'm very Katie. unprepared. I apologize. God. Um, so, I went on a couple of side quests that I do want to talk about. Um, I watched a couple more videos from from uh, from our good friend who I remember from last episode, Stoylin Toilet. Because, uh, I mean, just... I mean, I, I did enjoy the video I had watched from her previously, but I, I also just love the name. Uh, so one of the videos I watched was uh, Why, Stolen to- Why Stolen Toilet, ASMR Soft Spoken Ramble, where she explains why her username is Stolen Toilet. Well, don't keep me hanging. Uh, uh, so essentially, um, there when she was in middle school, um, she was eavesdropping on some kids from the year above her who were cooler than she was. Um, and I already forgot the context, but they were... Joking about stealing toilets for some reason. There was a, a reason. If you want the full explanation, you should go watch her video. Um, but essentially, they were, they were for some reason joking about stealing toilets, and that just really kind of she thought it was like the funniest thing. It really stuck with her. So then, like a year later, she was making an account on some website. I don't recall which one specifically. And at that point, she had sort of gotten tired of having to add some number to the end of every username she had ever chosen. And so she thought of something that she knew she would never have to add a number to, and that was Stolen Toilet. And she said that it has worked for her so far, but now that she has a YouTube channel where she uses that, or a successful YouTube channel where she uses that, and has talked about it on the YouTube channel, she will probably now at some point come across a time where she cannot use that without having to add a number. Oh man, that's sort of tragic. It is, but... It's also it was it was nice to to hear the origin story of why she goes by stolen toilet. Yeah, um, that um, and yeah, she. Uh, I think her videos are like fairly high quality. I, I enjoy them. Um, and then I also want to talk about um, two other videos, sort of in in, in conjunction. Um, <clears throat> so I, I watched a video by GB and a video by Gentle Whispering. Um, where they are making Blue Apron meals, because uh, I guess Blue Apron has branched out from sponsoring podcasts to also sponsor, I guess, some artists. Um, and so these were essentially just like ad ASMR videos, but they were very enjoyable as well. Um, where, um, yeah, in one GB makes an, a Blue Apron meal, and in another, uh, the other, uh, Gentle Whispering makes a Blue Apron meal. Um, I found it interesting partly because I had never seen a Blue Apron meal before. I, you know, am familiar with them from a audio format. So it's kind of cool to see, like, what they look like. Uh, but it was also very fun to sort of compare and contrast the two uh, experiences. Did um, one have a more just, successful know, like, Blue Apron meal than the other? Well, so, um, you know, Gentle Whispering, she is, like, a classy, elegant woman mm-hmm. um who put together or who who has a lot of sort of like nice things in her kitchen um she has nice little glass bowls that she's able to put all of the ingredients into between or like after cutting them up she had lots of space in her kitchen she 
cut, was very precise with all of her movements. So this um, is like maybe one of those tasty videos on Facebook where it's like, you know, the top-down videos of um, sort of people preparing food with a very low uh, frame yeah. rate. Or about a lot of skipped frames. Well, except that not with a lot of skipped frames in this case because it's ASMR, so rather than trying to speed things up, it was, it was everything was done very methodically. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was like a very sort of nice, elegant, classy experience, as you'd expect. And then watching GB Cook, I would say, was more relatable, um, <laughs> where, you know, she's kind of struggling to figure out where to put things down. Uh-huh. She's Doesn't running out of space. space. Sink full of dishes? Yeah, uh, I, I didn't see uh, her sink, but I Probably wouldn't be surprised. Um, you know, all, all of her, like, kitchen utensils and um, bowls and whatnot are all mismatched. She's <laughs> kind of just finding, like... She's kind of just working with what she's got. Um, mm-hmm. She is referring back to the instructions a lot, uh, getting confused. Um, you know, it was, it was definitely two very different experiences, but both were enjoyable. Nice. Now, which one do you think made you want to buy Blue Apron more? Um, I don't know that Blue Apron is necessarily for me. Yeah. Um, well, I guess I'm interested because you are another person who listens to a lot of podcasts. Um, what do you think about yeah. Blue Apron? Uh, I think it's it seems like in all of the. <laughs> it's in every podcast. There's, the, I think, Blue Apron. They they spend so much on. Um, well, actually, so here's a fun fact. I think I shared this this little story with you before, John. But Blue Apron pays something like what was it six hundred dollars per new acquisition? Wait, like, like every time they. Start sponsoring someone? No, it's like, um, in order to get one person to sign up, they pay something crazy. It might not be $600. Oh, 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 I got it. But it's like, it's a lot more money than I would have thought, um, in order to get someone on board. Damn. Yeah. Although... Yeah, I mean, it seems like a very cool service for some people. I just don't know that I am necessarily the, uh, target audience. I I think maybe it's just because at this point I've probably spent a a solid, like, 20 hours of my life listening to Blue Apron advertisements. (laughs) But my opinion of them has definitely sort of taken a turn. (laughs) It's been too much. Ian, wait, no, shit. Um, I I think that Blue Apron is probably a great product, but I can't say for sure. Oh, because uh, they haven't tried it. Nor have they sponsored us. Until they sponsor us, um, my my opinion, my uninformed opinion. Um, yeah, uninformed opinion is neutral. Um, yeah, sure. No, Ian, the- Ian, <laughs> do not take a negative stance because then they will never sponsor us. Well, but John, what if what if they have to do a big payout to eliminate? Because I mean, you know, at this point, what podcaster is going to say anything negative about Blue Apron? They're like Coca Cola, right? Like you can't come out against Coke because Coke sponsors everything. Hmm. So we're going to be the ones. We're going to be like sort of those one-star Yelp reviews that we, we get contacted by, by Blue Apron to say specifically, like, you know, we're going to give you $10,000 if you just <laughs> shut up and, like, start talking about how much you love Quick Pickles. I'm pretty sure Quick Pickle uh, is a thing invented by Blue Apron just to sound quirky. What is Quick Pickle? It's something that's in a lot of Blue Apron meals, apparently. It's like... Making pickles, but you don't have to wait for them to, like, fully ferment. Oh, okay. I think. Oh, I haven't noticed that specifically from their ads. 
so trendy. Um, anyway, I think that's enough about uh, Blue Apron. So uh, that was a nice little uh, sponsorship segment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I did enjoy those videos. Um, they definitely, like, regardless of whether or not they were sponsored by Blue Apron, like, I think there's something enjoyable about watching cooking videos um, and adding the ASMR element on top of that, I think, was certainly uh, enjoyable to watch. I feel like... I feel like there's some about cooking videos that is sort of related to ASMR, maybe or uh, maybe not ASMR, just relaxing in general. I don't know. Sometimes, like when I'm stressed, oh, yeah. I'll just go on the, the the tasty Facebook page. It's really giving them a lot of buzz marketing, but you know what? They deserve it. <laughs> they put out quality, um, like weirdly edited videos of people making food from a top-down perspective, multiple times a day, and I don't I don't quite <laughs> know what their game is. Like I guess maybe they sell cookbooks or something. They do. You can make your own tasty cookbook. You can personalize it. But like, what? It's owned by BuzzFeed. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Do you think, like, the, were they the people who made it? Because there's something that's very distinctive where, like, they drop two out of every three frames or something. Right? It's like, I don't know, there's, there's a weird sort of joke. Yeah, there's definitely to it. a distinct style. Mm-hmm. I love it. <laughs> can't get enough it's it's true I, I i love there's some magic about this because it starts off you got all these neat little bowls like they've they've taken the time to put all their ingredients in the little bowls and they put them all in the big pot and they stir them all together and at first you're like oh this looks okay and then they add in some sort of some sort of reduction or some sort of concoction or something and you're like oh man that looks tasty and nine times out of ten john there's some form of meat in there that i i do not eat but it doesn't matter <laughs> yeah, I think um, I, I think you are right that uh, gentle whispering is sort of the uh, the ASMR equivalent of of tasty. Because hmm. um, yeah, she also yeah, she's got just a bunch of nice bowls that she puts all her ingredients in, and mm-hmm. yeah. Well, that actually brings it's me to my little deliberate. side quest of the week. Oh, nice! Um, which is really less of a side quest and more of I, I've just you know I've been sort of talking about for a little while. I'm just gonna start. Having one of my side quests be a weekly roundup of some of the ASMR news I find on the ASMR subreddit. Nice. And here's the big story for this week, John. It's about Gentle right. Whispering, actually. Oh. As of this week, she's become the first ASMR artist to have one million subscribers on YouTube. Oh, nice. Good for her. Yeah, I think she deserves it. She, she... Oh, yeah, definitely. I feel like she's she's, I'll probably have all, all the ASMR videos we've watched. I think I've most enjoyed hers. Hmm. Just high-quality videos. Yeah, definitely. So, congratulations to Gentle Whispering. Um, and also, uh, I was going to go and look at some of the other news stories I saw on the subreddit, but then I opened up the wrong tab, and now I'm on the Old People Facebook um, subreddit. <laughs> <laughs> and this is also a great one. I would I would recommend it, maybe not for your ASMR needs, but it's just a fun subreddit. <laughs> All right, um... So, uh, and then with our, for our daily this week, um, I, I did watch, uh, ASMR trigger therapy, ear to ear stretching, massaging, counting by gentle whispering ASMR once again, uh, or I watched about half of it before I was falling asleep. Um, did not trigger ASMR for me this week, but definitely still enjoyable and relaxing. So that's my quick update on that one. Nice. Yeah. I'd make uh, some sort of update on how I didn't watch it, but. Uh, I think everyone knows. Yeah, it's it's your daily at this point, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, or really, it's a weekly, but 
that's not like a thing that we can really draw from. Not, so. not, a, not a, Daily is more consistent with our branding. Uh-huh. Branding is so important, John. It really is. It's really working out great for us. Uh-huh. Consistency of branding is so important. Uh, so are you ready to move on to the main quest? Then? Let's do it! Alright. Uh, so this week, uh, we played. That's right. Played. Um, well, I, I guess played. Uh, <laughs> ASMR Vin Diesel DMing a game of D&D Just For You by Merrick K. So this is a uh, twine game. Mm-hmm. So sort of a, um, r- really more of a sort of visual novel, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, so twine with... is an engine um, designed to create visual novels and text-based adventures. Yeah. Um, and so this is one. It, it's fairly short. Um, I would definitely say it's more of sort of like a experimental art piece than like a full-fledged game. Um, but uh, I'll just come out and say it right away. I, I did enjoy it. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, my thought, I, I thought that it, it had a certain amount of charm to it, but ultimately I thought that its execution was lacking. All right. Uh, so, yeah, to, I guess to, to give it sort of a, a brief overview... Um, so essentially, the uh, this is a sort of visual novel um, where uh, Vin Diesel is DMing a game of D&D just for you. I suppose it is all right there in the title. Yeah, it truly uh, is. So there's there's no audio in this uh, in this game, um, but every sort of text screen is is accompanied by a new picture of Vin Diesel kind of looking at the cameras. It's all fairly close up. I think that was what I was most impressed by was the selection of um, pictures. The the Vin Diesel pictures that were that Merritt chose for this game. Yeah, you know, um, I am so I'm going through um, the game right now and I do have to admit, there's a there is a shocking variety of Vin Diesel pictures. Um, the poses of the Vin Diesels does seem to match pretty well the general sentiment that is being conveyed um, within the yeah. story. But also the overarching sentiment of the ASMR for the most part, I would I believe. Uh, um, sort of <clears throat> ASMR-type pictures. It's, it's, it's a lot of close yeah. poses. A lot of smiling Diesel. You're not seeing much yeah. in the way of scowling Diesel here. You really aren't. Um, I guess I should click through a little bit so that Katie can also see. Um... So, uh, th- this did not trigger ASMR for me, um, I think Shocking. primarily because there was no sound in it. Uh, but I-, I do have to say that, like, the first time I opened this up and started uh, playing through it, um, I was, I did feel, like, weirdly comforted by all of Vin Diesel's smiling faces. Mm-hmm. Like, like I-, I did feel sort of, like, warm and fuzzy inside with my, just hanging out with my pal Vinny. Yeah, I think that it is. It certainly um, really goes for that feel-good vibe. Um, Definitely. And to some extent, I think that it achieves it. It's a... Uh, the, the general structure of the game is, you know, so it's a, it's a bunch of pictures of Vin Diesel um, one at a time. You click on the Vin Diesel to advance in most cases, unless you're presented with a choice. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's some text beneath the picture of Vin Diesel, as, uh, which, which provides the narration of the story. The narration is all in the form of uh, Vin Diesel talking to you, um, sort of in the second person. Yeah. It's like, hey there, I'm Vin Diesel, but please call me Vin. 
Yeah. That's the, in fact, opening panel of the game. <laughs> um, now, this is a short game, as, as I think John mentioned. Uh, not only yeah. is it short, but it is, um, even, even by the standards of a visual novel, not, not terribly game-like, in that um, <laughs> there yeah, are... Yeah, I believe there are two options. Yeah, there are two distinct choices in the game. Um, so this is, uh, Vin Diesel is DMing um, a game of D&D for you. Uh, and so, somewhat naturally, um, the first choice is your character. So he's prepared yep. a variety of characters for you to play. Um, mm-hmm. Katarine, the elven fighter. Roe, the half-orc bard. Avea, the human wizard. And Mar, the dwarven cleric. So you can choose um, which one of those uh, you want to play as. And actually, that choice does influence um, later aspects of the story. Um, but regardless of what you choose, um, the next and final um, choice that you make in this game is whether or not to help out an injured um, fellow... What's his name? Like Merrick or something? Uh, no, uh, Melkor. Melkor. How about an injured fellow Melkor that you see lying in the street? Uh, mm-hmm. So I guess the first question, John, is what game well, branches so the, did you play? Well, so the, the question isn't um, whether or not to help him. It is, do you help him by like rushing forward to help, or do you help him by like kind of holding back and playing cautiously. Um, So that is, that's certainly how um, the the narrative unfolds. But I will say, like, the the way that, uh, the initial way that I saw this perception was, you know, it's it's like, as you tread down the path, leaving your hometown to strike out on your own, you encounter a man lying on the road, wounded and crying for aid. What do you do? And the two options are rush to help or hold back. And to my my mind, hold back really implies that you're not going to help him. Uh, I I don't know. I, I suppose I can see that. I think I interpreted it more as not like not you're not going to, to take any action, but just you're you're going to be cautious. So sort of the operative difference here, instead of um, the help and like the rush to help, is the rush. It's like you yeah. can be rushing to help, or you hold back and help. Yeah, although I guess uh, to your point, it is not explicitly spelled out that way in the choices. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I to answer your earlier question about like which options I played through. Um, I believe I played um, as each character at least once, and uh, each like choice of either rushing forward to help or holding back at least twice. Um, and then Katie also just played through it right now. Mm-hmm. I wasn't really watching too closely. What uh, what options did you pick? I chose Katarine and rush to help. I also interpreted hold back as like not really helping. But I was skimming through pretty quickly. Okay, so having just completed it and kind of skimming through, what's, what are your initial impressions? Um, I agree. I think it's, like, very simple, but it is kind of, like, a nice format. I don't know, it's just, like, kind of, yeah, calming almost. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, like, nice pictures popping up and, like, a ba- black background. Yeah. I kind of like it. All right, cool. I should probably move this a little bit closer. It's probably not picking you up very well. Which uh, great for me to finally be moving the mic. Uh, like now that we're sort of over halfway through the podcast. Uh-huh. Well, it's good to have those variable levels. I always found. Oh yeah. Well, I, I can sort of fix it in post uh-huh. to some extent. 
So yeah, so those are your two options, um, which of the four characters you'll play and whether to rush to help or hold back. I will say, yeah. John, I played every game, every permutation, <laughs> all eight possible paths I took. Yeah. And uh, let me tell you, so... each one is unique. <laughs> the, the, they are unique. Not by that much, though. I don't by know. a they, very they small amount, to... yes. Um, yeah. So essentially, what will happen is there are there are two main storylines in this game, um, which change a little bit um, depending on which character you choose. The main thing that affects the story is whether you brush to help or hold back. Yeah. Uh, so you know, I'm going to give some spoilers for the game now. So if you want to go and play it yourself, um, just skip. I guess to the end of the podcast. Like, what are you doing? If you're concerned <laughs> about spoilers to this ASMR game that you're. <sighs> Well, okay, but yeah, so we're going to be spoiling Well, you can go play it, and so if you if you want to play the game, uh, which I, I, I encourage you to check it out, I think it was like a pretty fun, interesting sort of little experiment, and it doesn't take too long. So listeners, please uh, pause the podcast now and uh, go play the game. Alright, thank you for uh, doing that, and uh, welcome back. I bet <laughs> one of our... Well, actually, uh, man, I... I was going to say I bet at least one of our listeners paused it, but, like... That's a big bet. We don't have enough listeners to really be able to just sort of, like, play... Well, I'll tell you what. If you, if you actually sort of... paused and went to play the game, and don't lie, don't <laughs> lie, <laughs> if you actually did that, write in and let us know. Yeah. But anyway, uh, so now to spoil the game, um, if you rush to help, the fellow has been in- injured by an owlbear. Um, he recruits you to go and track down and hunt the wild bear. Upon tracking it down, you realize that it only attacked him because uh, it was nursing a young little owlbear cub, I guess, or uh, baby, baby yeah, I don't owl. Know. I don't know. I don't know if you call a, owlbear. A baby. Yeah, a little baby. A child. Um, An owlbear child. Melkor, upon realizing this, uh, softens and decides that, you know, and since it wasn't a fatal injury and you helped him anyway, you know, you're just going to go on your way. Um, yep. If you hold back, um, then it turns out that Melkor was caught in a magical ambush by a series of my, 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 my group of bandits. And he mm-hmm. recruits you to go and hunt down the bandits with him and, and capture his stolen loot. Uh, which you do. Um, and you, you ambush the bandits and beat them back. And he recovers his loot. I, I will note, I think it's a fairly important plot point, that you, uh, before you attack the bandits, Melkor specifies that you are not going to try to kill them, you're just going to try to give them give them a little scare and sort of try to scare them into a a life of crime, sort of a scared straight sort of scenario. Mm-hmm. Um, try to encourage them with force, or with a, with a good little scare and a little beating to find a more wholesome uh, way of making a living. Hmm. Which really, uh, it just seems sort of foolhardy, doesn't it? <laughs> I wonder, do you think yeah. Scared Straight actually works? Because my impression is it doesn't. I don't know. Uh, I I don't really know much about it other than that, like, there's a lot of SNL skits about uh, Scared Straight. Huh. That's pretty much the entirety of my knowledge of Scared Straight is SNL skits. Well, we'll have to do a little bit of research and talk about it in the next episode. But, 
Uh, yeah, so that's basically um, the game, the whole game right there. Um, mm-hmm. And the character that you choose can have some minor effects. Um, so if you choose the cleric, for instance, instead of bandaging his wounds, you heal him completely using your magical powers. Um, which has no, no impact on like, you know, like anything else, really. Um, and if you're like the the warrior, then after you um, beat back the bandits in the bandit storyline, you break open a chest. It's locked, so you can't open it if you're one of the other characters. You can break it open if you're the warrior, and you get some magical boots. Uh, so little changes like that, depending on the character that you choose. Um, I mean, the real the real showstopper here, though, is the Vin Diesel narration. Um, that's sort yeah. of the focus. Not so much the story of the actual game. He so he'll make sort of little observations um, mm-hmm. as you yeah, go he has through. Yeah, little asides throughout. I was sort of expecting you to, to continue on that as I found a particular. Oh no, I was about. I was just kind of throwing in a, a I was throwing in a little aside <laughs> that he makes asides. <laughs> well, so here's a nice here's a, a little aside that I I found particularly sort of notable. Um, right. When you choose Ro, the the half orc bard, Vin uh, says, "Nice bards are like fantasy rock stars. And I feel like half orc characters really have a lot of potential for telling important stories. But then sometimes I worry about how what people call monster races like orcs stand in for people of color in fantasy settings. You know, that's just an aside that stuck out to me. I thought it was true. You know." Yeah, I really liked it. I don't know. I, I I I thought it was fun to have these little socially conscious asides from our pal Vin Diesel. Mm-hmm. You think Vin Diesel is like is sort of socially conscious in real life, or you think he's just fast and furious? I hope he's both. Yeah. But hey, I'm getting sidetracked here. Let's get started, huh? <laughs> um. So I, I think uh, it's time for um, everyone's favorite section of the podcast. Yep, it's time to turn it off right now. Uh, <laughs> you've you've listened to the best. Now we're gonna do the rest, um, but you, you're under no obligation. Uh, yeah, I, I think we we have sort of exhausted the podcast at this point. So pretty much time to to wrap things up. Mm-hmm. Um, so Ian. Um, any closing remarks? Well, just the same closing remarks that we, we sort of stumble through and, and still have not managed to codify in any repeatable way, week to week. Um, you can right, you right. Know, like our and podcast. So I, and... it, as I recall, um, those those closing remarks they say they start, um, and I say, "Hey, That's... hey, what a wonderful kind of day!" Yeah, I was, I was hoping that if we would be doing this one, but learn to work and play it's and get along point, with each everybody. other. Yeah, so okay, this is a fun segment where John talks about the Arthur theme song. Um, I love it. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Have you ever heard the Chance the Rapper version? What? No. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. The, oh my goodness. John, throw out whatever you were going to do um, for this corner. We're just going to listen to the Chance the Rapper version of the Arthur okay. theme song. Um, listeners, uh, pause your podcast now uh, at what I hope is a, only like a minute or two before the end and uh, listen to the Chance the Rapper version of 
the Arthur theme song and then come back and listen. Ah, fuck it. I'm not going to listen to it right now. So never mind, listeners. You can listen to it after the podcast like <laughs> I will. Uh, listeners, um, I think that's really all we need for the Arthur Corner this week is we just got a hot tip from Katie that, uh, you know, that there's a chance the rapper version of the Arthur theme song. Uh, Katie, do you have anything you want to plug? No, it's that <laughs> song. Okay, great. Well, thank you for that that great plug. Yeah. Um, also, Katie's listeners. written a book. <laughs> but we're not going to tell you what it is. <laughs> Tune in next week to find out. Uh, listeners, please uh, tell a friend about the podcast. Please uh, leave a rating and a five star rating and review on iTunes. Uh, <laughs> well, follow us on Twitter. At ASMR underscore quest. You can email us at ASMRquesting at gmail.com. We look forward to uh, talking to you again next week. Ian, take us away. Stay tingly!